0: Uh, uh, uh. Limited potential. (laughs) Cheers, friend. Cheers, Matt. We did it. Mm. Oh, that's good.
1: See, now it's not a problem because I have someone in the room to drink with me.
0: Well, I always like to say you're never alone when you're with God. Yeah. Well, so that's my excuse for drinking by myself.
1: I've had to use that, but deep down we know that uh, that's not a real reason.
0: Yes. What is the sponsored drink today? It's not actually sponsored, no, but we're drinking some red ale, amber bear. Amber? Amber. Red
1: ale from Cameron's Brewing in Oakville, Ontario. You know what? It's
0: not bad. That's pretty good. Free shout out to them.
1: Yeah, you're going to get... You know potentially dozens of uh oh, yeah. listens listen so
0: many people are gonna <laughs> just flock to their brewery so we're back yeah we're back we did it we survived the pandemic we survived the pandemic last time everyone uh you heard from us our, our last episode was about surviving the pandemic yep we were on track to just trying to get through it mm-hmm. and we <laughs> did we did it feels good to be back look we're both double vaxxed yeah So, we're back together hanging out again, Mm -hmm. like old times. Yeah. It's kind of weird to think about that it's been a year and a half Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of us not being able to do any of the normal stuff that we used to do.
1: It's just, like, honestly, even just getting all the podcast stuff set up again... (laughs) uh yeah we're supposed to record like what 45 minutes ago an hour ago
0: yep Um, that took a process in and of itself but i mean the entire pandemic has been just an exhausting process if i had to say so myself um i like you know i made a joke early on where i said i should have made note to mention that if i wanted to be in a bill mary movie not to be in groundhog day
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's weird because you know We've kind of grown into this repetitive day in, day out. Especially if you're working from home, it's like leaving the house is like a big deal. Like, I spend <laughs> one day going to work before is like eight hours. Like, if I were to spend that much out of the house during like a week during COVID, especially in the winter, yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird.
0: Well, it is weird, and COVID's brought on a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I think one thing we need to kind of mention and talk about with the pandemic as the experience of the pandemic and living through one because, you know, we've heard of them beforehand with the Spanish flu and all that nonsense. Mm -hmm. But we got to live through one. You know, what were some of the things you kind of enjoyed about it? I
1: don't know if it's I've enjoyed or got accustomed to, but I don't mind, you know, not going out to all like these events. It's kind of nice to just relax at home
0: yep i agree i think number one event i don't miss weddings
1: yeah yeah i uh i've been to my share we before. both have Um, uh, they they cost a lot of money for everyone even the the bride and groom and the people giving the gifts. so totally um i've i've been able to
0: save so that's another thing i like to, from the pandemic is the ability to save you know what? i must say though at the wedding like a wedding once in a while is fun, but there's like there was a run there where it was like every summer, it was like three so, or four weddings well, a
1: summer. Now I'm in my like mid thirties, so like yeah. a lot of the weddings are done now. But in my late twenties, like right around that like twenty seven to like early thirties, it was I don't even know how many weddings a year. Sometimes it's even double digits, and it just you know that's bare minimum like one fifty yeah every time you go bare minimum bare minimum.
0: I, I don't miss weddings. You what? know what else I'm going to be honest that I, I don't miss? What's that? And I'm going to sound terrible for saying this. And it's not that I don't like these people, because I do. <laughs> but, you know, I don't necessarily like spending Apple amounts of time. But I've enjoyed not having to get together with family very often. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> see, you have more family around here. So for me, it's like I wasn't able to because, one, my family is just across the border and the borders are closed. But... I could see, you know, some of those events that you just don't really feel. And you know what? There are some relative <laughs> events that I didn't, that we didn't have to go to because of COVID. So, I I've been more relaxed than ever, if you will. Yeah, I mean, stressed like, and relaxed at the same time. It's weird.
0: It's like, for instance, like Father's Day, we'd always have to like go somewhere, mm-hmm. or like every once in a while there'd be like a big birthday that we had to go mm-hmm. be around people. Thanksgiving. It was nice and for a change, where it was like. I didn't have to go anywhere for any of these things. <laughs> but none of those days did feel like, like
1: those days. Thanksgiving didn't feel like a Christmas. Well, my sister was able to get over the border for Christmas, but she had to stay in quarantine for like two weeks. Um, but, I mean, other than that, we haven't felt like there's any holidays. Birthdays haven't felt the same. Or I missed a lot of events. So yeah, and- <clears throat> things I hate <laughs> are missing like important events, which I needed to attend. But... It's like a dual-edged sword. You miss important events that you wanted to go to, but then you also miss events that you didn't want to go to.
0: Yeah, so it kind of evens out if you really think about it, right? Like, you're both benefiting and losing. But, like, there's just some (laughs) fun things about the pandemic, like not having to get dressed every morning like appropriately like where you're in a full suit business attire if you were working from home you just had to make sure your shirt was good and like you could have been in shorts
1: what do you mean you had to make sure your shirt was good
0: <laughs> Or was- like a nice sh- a shirt for what when you were oh, on at work yeah like when you're working from home
1: oh you do the zoom like video yeah no i disable my camera no no one (laughs) i'm not getting ready you're just seeing a black screen and i'm blaming my camera for being something's wrong with my camera i'm not taking any personal like video calls
0: internal meetings we we do i'll uh i'll keep my screen blank but client calls i actually have to get on camera and i i made sure at least i had like a nice shirt on but i'd been like shorts like track pants every morning. It <laughs> I, I was got, amazing.
1: I've gotta say COVID was a big F U to pants.
0: I want to ask the question because we again haven't been, you know, on a podcast for quite some time. But what have you gotten up to? Any like fun anecdote stories you can share with us? Anything <laughs> exciting that might have happened during the pandemic? Oddly,
1: I think you can take the whole COVID experience, and it'll be just like from week to week from us when we used to do podcasts week to week. Not much has happened. Not much has happened. What, what really? Um. Yeah, I've been working the same job. Um, Getting, well, I got a little bit of a pay increase since this all started. I mean, you know, it's been over a year, so you'd imagine it'd be that way.
0: Yeah, Um, I get get that.
1: I've been playing a lot more video games with you and some friends online. That's
0: all we can do. It's not like we could go out or get together to record. A, A little bit of an unhealthy amount of Call of Duty that you. You guys have played more than me, actually, a lot.
1: I kind of want to pull up these stats, but that's not the point right now. The point is we have played more than we should be, and that's the, I think it's the only way we can you know find a social outlet cause,
0: that's what but, we've been using for fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't know what people who who I guess they without I guess they have families to worry about, but I mean people that are living alone in apartments, you know, in condos. Like if they don't play games with friends online and they're not going out, like that. It's a grind. That must have been a huge grind. Yeah, no, totally. Not that it was easy for us, but... No, anyway.
0: no. And look, I'll be honest, uh, I've had a pretty rough uh, go the last f- year, I'd say, year and a half with mm-hmm. COVID and just other stuff that was happening in my personal life. Uh, that being said, there was some great things, uh, like got promoted at work a couple times, Um you know, that's probably about it, really. Uh, you know, good, hey, look, that's- good <laughs> funny story, though. I met up with a friend I hadn't seen in a couple weeks. And this is like months, sorry, years even. Uh, and this was when COVID restrictions kind of started loosening up and mm. you can start like going on hikes again and stuff like that. So I met up with an old friend I hadn't seen in a couple years. She was an old co-worker and uh, she brought along her friend. And like we were walking, just talking, going through some trails and around the Halton region area and then afterwards when like i'm at home my friend messages me and she's like yeah it was a great time like thanks for the walk and i was like oh yeah no worries and she's like yeah my friend thinks you have a sad voice <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> thing i've ever heard about myself this is the first time ever anyone's ever said that to and me, that and like, that
1: is the reason why we haven't podcast we have to build matt back up yeah, so he can get back from his sad voice
0: apparently i just sound sad which is fine but Anyways, I mean, you know, we're,
1: we're not doing the right thing then if that's no. the case.
0: I I found it really funny. It did not offend me at all. I actually like had a good chuckle about it. I was like that's the funniest shit I've ever heard.
1: That's, so Is that supposed to be in a, like a compliment or is she trying to insult you cuz that sounds more insulting.
0: You know, I don't really know and I don't really care. Did she to me mean honest. For you to know, like again, don't know, don't <laughs> care. That's how much effort and thought I've put into someone's reaction or thoughts of me.
1: Okay, so then we're back and uh, we're, we're here to talk about getting back to normal because that's what we're, we're well, doing right now. Well, have you
0: noticed we've started to, right? I went, hung out with a friend. I'm hanging yep. out with you again. We're drinking beers, hanging out. It's weird. But, you know, what did we take for granted? As we're getting back to normal, we got to address the things that we took for granted from COVID because that was a learning lesson about ourselves. And things we need. Like, I learned that I need to be more social. I need it. I need to go out more and stuff like that. I really miss that aspect.
1: I've learned that COVID. I don't need to be as social because I'm actually less of a social person than I thought I was. Because, as actually, you know what? I feel like that was my way to just cope. Like, I've kind of forced myself to be this, like, antisocial person. It'll come back. I mean... I always kind of was like a 50-50, kind of just like mm-hmm. a, I flipped the switch if I need to be social or whatever. But, uh, yeah, socializing, it's nice. It's nice. Um, it's definitely nice to see you in person. I know we tried a couple remote.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, I mean, we did what we did so we can survive the pandemic. And, yeah. you know, n- luckily we haven't. Before we got vaccinated, we never got COVID, so...
0: No, actually, we didn't. My parents, (laughs) my family, everyone in my household did. I was able to avoid it. Um, I will say, you know, I did take a few things for granted with this pandemic, one of them being uh, hair salons. Like, I didn't realize how much I missed getting a haircut. Have you seen John Tory? That guy, I don't know if he's just not getting his hair...
1: Let's be real. Dude, People have like... found underground places to get their hair cut. So let's be real, okay? It's happened. Oh, I did it. Yeah, I've I may have as well. Yeah. I mean, or I've got you know I had a connection to come by and you know give a little cut. Yeah, a little garage, a little garage but, door. A uh... tour. Yeah, exactly. I heard there's like guys in the vans driving around. It's coming the back of my van. <laughs> offering me candy, unreal. You it know, was
0: weird, why, but I got in and. John Tory looks like Christopher walking from his, Batman. His Returns. hair is
1: such a mess, and he, I like, I feel like he he can get a guy to cut it or his
0: wife, but he's just like,
1: people are gonna be like, "What happened?" You know, you got your hair cut. You're going against the rules, so he has to. Eat. That's the thing. The people. People in like the highest levels got screwed the most. Let they're, me explain they're why. My favorite though. Yeah. So John Tory, that guy, he's a public figure, and that hair should not be on <laughs> public display. Okay. Agreed. And for me at the hospital, I'm like I, you know, I'm like I enjoy working at the hospital, and be, and I'm like I'm happy. I'm gonna get the vaccine first probably because I work at the hospital. And then they they tiered it out. It's like well, if you're able to work from home, you're kind of the last group. Yeah. I was luckily on site one day because I do work on site and they had extra doses. So I got my first shot earlier than most people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm talking that. February. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing my friends got COVID after me. They get their first and second dose after me because they're working for other companies that aren't in healthcare. <laughs> so it's like they can easily stretch, you know, who is necessary. Oh, absolutely. The hospital has to do everything to the book. So I didn't get my second shot until June. So I, I was like 14 weeks. The max was 16 weeks. Now everyone's getting it shortened. But I had to wait.
0: I'm probably one of the longest people that had to wait for their second dose. Did you take for granted going out for dinner? You know, like just going to sit down with I realized, friends somewhere you know what? for
1: dinner? I always hated going out to like restaurants because if you really want to like have drinks and all that, it's not cheap. Like it no. costs you. And you got a tip. The tip and everything. Like yeah. it's, you know, if you if you want to have like a good meal with like good drinks, you're probably looking at like 70 80 bucks a person good like easy that's an easy amount and at first i'm like why don't i just order eat at home save myself at least half the money um and then now when i look at it, i'm like now i know why i paid that extra it's the it's the experience it's not just getting food in your stomach it's it's the gathering with your friends it's it gives you a place to hang out you're paying the rent you know you're paying <laughs>
0: you're paying the yeah. fee to be there yeah
1: so it, now i like you understand it's worth paying that extra just so you can get out and you don't want to be just staying at home like
0: yeah it's i worth it I, I i took it for granted didn't realize how much i actually enjoyed that i took the movie theater for granted there's so many times there would be like movies that i'd want to see and i'd be like oh i should go to the theater i went and once. then after like <clears throat> two weeks of me not seeing it i just like I missed my window, which I didn't, because I could still go, (laughs) but I had this, like, personal window that if I didn't see a movie within, like, two weeks of it coming out, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't see it. That being said, I... Oh, oh. Yep. Is that the COVID cough
1: right there? No, it's the smoker's (laughs) cough right there.
0: But that being said, I genuinely miss going to the movies. And, like, I miss that the theaters were open because i missed movies coming out well that's how many great movies like i have
1: that amc stock just a, about a bit of it <laughs> yeah, right
0: you were part of that muppet tree well i just saw
1: <laughs> i saw what happened to GameStop. i'm like damn it i yeah. saw a game at like 20 bucks and people were just memeing and i'm like wall street bets baby well the thing's like i spent so <laughs> much money on lottery stupidly and, and you do always lose every dime of that so worst case scenario stock that de- tanks like 50 percent Seventy five percent. I still have that much of the initial, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't put much in, and then it's like, okay, well, AMC it's doing well, but it'll eventually go down, and it and it will, um, but the stock, you know. If it was like at a regular price, it would be going up because look at all these movies that have all now been crunched in like a short period of time. Like Top Gun wasn't released, Bond wasn't released. Oh yeah. And like Marvel movies. Top Gun
0: wasn't released. I know
1: there's so many amazing movies. So it's like the I wouldn't say Top
0: Gun is an amazing movie, a sequel. What are you talking about? It looks incredible. Uh, I'm always skeptical. it's a big box it's a big
1: box office movie regardless if you're going to bet on what's going to make money that's one of them Oh absolutely. Yeah, so it's that's like my point. Fast and point. The Furious, right? going to make pack, money. That's going to pack the Well, it's it's going to be even more than Fast and the Furious. They're not popping out a movie every, you know, year or two, so uh, but the point is it's like people are dying to get back to theater and I watched uh, Tenet in theaters back when it was like kind of I think it was like September when our numbers were really low and they mm-hmm. did open up theaters. But I went alone because no one wants to go to theaters, and to get everyone to go together, it's not going to happen. And you had the first shot too. No,
0: no, 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 no,
1: no, no. That was uh, that was uh, February, got it. So it's September, last September. Ah, Okay, okay. Tenant came out, and I was it was like me and like four. I went daytime, and I went to see how many seats were taken, and there's like only like one other person in the theater when I booked, and then someone I think snuck in, and then they left. Um, Seventeen tenant. Tenant, yeah, it's 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 a cool uh like cinema experience like people are if you want to judge it by its story and making sense well don't watch a christopher nolan film
0: yeah i think though the one thing we took for granted uh, collectively was just being able to you know meet up get together with friends go for drinks and whatnot (laughs) yeah but with that being said we did discover some things that were really essential to us during the pandemic, you know, and everyone's going to have a different kind of essential thing that they use to Mm -hmm. help them. Maybe someone, you know, picked up the guitar and learned an instrument and that was an essential thing for them to kind of cope with the shit experience COVID-19 brought, right? Mm -hmm. What were some of the essential things you found from COVID-19? Well, I think
1: like the, the number one essential thing through covid obviously water and like plumbing and yep. electricity but yeah. internet yes internet was so essential it allowed us to work from home it allowed us to communicate it allowed me you know i had a you know a, a side event that i wasn't able to go visit europe for and i was mm-hmm. able to be there in person with a video uh with, you know facetiming
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh being able to see my you know my my family in the u.s uh i got to see You know, kids on their birthdays, like my nieces on their birthdays and like their special events that we got to miss. So, uh, yeah, the Internet was number one, the most essential thing I think everyone can agree on.
0: Yeah. Internet was like it just proved that if the Internet wasn't already just like the biggest thing in the world currently yeah. no matter what it it kind of just reinforces the statement that like we need it now well we can't live without it well the thing is like the government has
1: regulations on essential services right like pricing and all that stuff like water i think is essential service and that's why it's relatively well it's, it's inexpensive so i wonder if there's going to be any changes to the
0: internet because of that because mm-hmm. it's essential it's 100% essential. I think Denmark, if I remember this correctly, and don't quote me on this, because I'm not an encyclopedia or anything, as much as I wish I was. I think Denmark at one point was looking at making like one gig of data, an essential for all, like people in Denmark, like that they're. I, I think there's a right. bunch of
1: countries that have already made the internet essential, not even capping it with internet, right? Yeah. Because one kid just downloads an update for a video game, and that's way gone, right? Absolutely. So
0: uh, grocery stores were essential. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, a big thing that I found essential to help me kind of, you know, move through the pandemic was music. Mm. Yeah, I really like dug into music, music history, learning about music. A yeah, lot of my yeah. free time was spent watching like Rick Beato on YouTube. That was a huge, huge. He just huge introduced thing.
1: me yesterday too. Yeah, so, he's unreal, man. Really cool. Really yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, and like record collecting, that, that was a big thing. Whenever the numbers were low, I was making sure I was going out looking for records mm-hmm. to listen to during the pandemic because I couldn't go out. I couldn't really do much. There wasn't a whole lot of new movies and TV shows out that I was really catching my eye. So I was, you know, going through music and really listening to the to the albums that I kind of knew and grew up with. Yeah. But I didn't really listen to, right? Like Pink Floyd the Wall. I've always known the album, never yeah. really dug into the Great album. album. Great album. Unbelievable album. Yeah. Like just a masterpiece of the highest order, right? So that was one thing that I found was really essential to me was just music, mm-hmm. the art form, and, and everything in it. It just, it really, really helped kind of give me something to put my attention into and energy into. Yeah. And, and, and it, I guess it was cathartic. Yeah.
1: Me. yeah. For me, it was, it was basically my computer. I'm on one computer for work and then another one I'm studying and, and learning new things. So, you know, just trying to, you know, progress, which, you know, that, that went okay. But mm-hmm. then again, there's a certain point where you kind of get tired and, and you find something else. And, and like, and, uh, actually, the biggest essential thing that we lost that wasn't considered essential. Strip clips? <laughs> Yes and no, but um, was and I get why it wasn't it wasn't open. But oh, I know where you're going. It's the gym. Yeah, yeah, I miss the, that place. No, because honestly, sitting too much is like people are like, oh, you know, you're gonna hurt, you're gonna get hurt by doing a labor intensive job, right? Standing on your feet all day, but sitting all day weakens so many muscles and you cause so many problems. Like I've been in physio for the last four months and it's not doing much. You know, I have I mean, a lot of strength to get catch up on.
0: I uh, I started going for walks every day mm-hmm. to help. Just walks be have been key too. Yeah, uh, that's, that's been an essential thing. Just going for a walk every day after work, just to clear the head,
1: get away from a screen, get, get your away eyes from off screen, the
0: screen, stand for a bit, get your feet moving. Um, that's been key. But you know,
1: I walked through the winter. I never leave the house in the winter. Yeah, I, need to.
0: I, I was doing the same <laughs> thing, which was odd. And I like I hate the cold. But yeah. you know, you you brought up a very interesting point about you know being at home a lot being on your desk, sitting at home. And as we're kind of ramping up this get back to normal, Mm -hmm. what does getting back to normal exactly mean? Like, what are we going to be entailing moving forward? Are we going to be going back to the offices in full capacity anymore? Because so many companies, you look at Facebook, you look at a company I know like Lupio, where they're setting standards where it's like work from home permanently Mm -hmm. You can live anywhere as long as it's uh, 300-mile radius within the head office that you're supposed to be located at. So if it's your Vancouver, you can live anywhere in Vancouver or British Columbia as long as it's a 300-mile radius of Mm. the head office. So, like, a lot of changes are coming. You know, do you see this kind of being a new normal, the working life? That's why I'm talking about the term new normal. It's like, oh, this new normal. They're
1: talking about, like, a negative thing. It's like, one, normal doesn't always stay normal. Normal always changes. So this is just... Any pandemic, any large event is going to change normal, as will time. Absolutely. And a year and a half later, things are going to be different, even if there was no pandemic. Um, so yeah, there's going to be a new normal, and we've kind of pushed ahead, and we've been talking about, you know, working from home for a long time, and it just it's never really been done because there's never been like a like a spark. There's the kindlings there. People have been talking about mm-hmm. working from home, and uh, and now we just got that spark,
0: and it, and it lit it. And and look, I'll be honest, I've started a company and I've only ever worked from home with them, right? Mm-hmm. I've never gone into an office. Uh, I never mm-hmm. met with them. Actually, no, that's not true. I did do like a barbecue thing with them once. So I, I met a few of my coworkers workers mm-hmm. only. Um, but after getting promoted, I went into a different department with more responsibility. And I haven't met those people that I work, work with yet. That's weird. <laughs> and, you know, I work in a pretty creative field for the most part. And, you know... we 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 definitely want to go back but i don't think the capacity to go back 100 percent is there not even the capacity as much as the desire to do such well even i think there's a there's gonna be more desire and
1: than the business want there will be some businesses that are just traditional and want to do it the old school way but as a business why do i want to pay for one the electricity for everyone there the heating the cooling the, the office space they save a lot of money keeping you home, which now that cost goes on to you. Absolutely, like I, there's going to soon be companies are going to be giving you extra for your utilities. I can imagine.
0: Well, it's it's that, and I think there's there's I think there's going to be a big hybrid. I think what you're going to see is offices will downsize mm-hmm. to smaller things. they will be more of group creative and like team sessions will mm-hmm. be planned out so that it'll be certain days of the week where people have to go into the office You'll have because, your meeting
1: you'll have everything you need to do communally
0: yeah your internal stuff that you need to be together for you'll be doing it probably like two or three days out of the week the rest of the time you'll be working from home yeah you know a benefactor for just companies is they could also afford to pay you less because they don't have to factor in transportation into your fee right your your salary well, like they, if you're usually if they do right some, depending, right? Like They're depending not, on- There's no
1: way. Well, I mean, I, I can't say there's no way, but there will be some that try it. But one, you're, you're also asking that person to take on more utility costs at home. They have to pay for internet unless they start paying you for that. And once you get a job, they don't pay you according to your transportation because one person can live an hour away, one person can be 5 minutes away.
0: Right, but they don't pay everyone at a company the same No, either, but right? they don't same they don't the fact like in
1: the same position start the same date. They don't ask you where you work and how long you travel. It's that's just your salary, the travel expenses are on no, you. No,
0: but that salary changes and has an influx or deflux based on that because I know firsthand of people when they went into salary negotiations, they said, "Well, I'm commuting into work and you're going to you're basically I'm paying my out of my own pocket to come here and your wages aren't subsidizing me enough to be able to afford to do such. Well, that's just increasing their salary. Like, once again,
1: I don't think someone deserves to get paid more just because they live further away no, from me. No, of course not. So that's, that's the point. Like Salaries never really tied but to people the tra- will fight
0: that right and well they'll say they, they'll say like,
1: they say if you want me you need to pay me more because of this but they're not paying you because of transportation not directly no but no, i it's like the person no won't take firsthand. the job i know i'm saying like the person's like i'm not taking this job unless you pay me more because for me it doesn't make sense because i have to do this i yeah. get that part but it's not they're not going to start being like well our salary was you know let's say 80 grand for this job but you're not going to drive into work so we're going to pay you seventy thousand. you know they're not
0: going to do that not at least we don't know, right? Well, like I'm not in that position. I'm not.
1: A, I'm not a. Yeah, maybe owner. new new hires, but they're not gonna they're not gonna take anyone's salary and, and lower it.
0: No, 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 not. I'm talking new hires and stuff like that. New sal like new people well, coming in, right? Like you gotta now that they're not working at the office, right? People are also now willing to actually move further away from work because they're not feel they don't feel yeah. like they need to be as tied down well, to where they are. When you think of it like
1: in New York City, you know, the salaries are a lot higher because New York just ex- is expensive. Mm-hmm. But if you can go to somewhere cheap, let's say in like Jersey or Connecticut or you know even more north, you know, in New York, you can get you're not going to get the same salary I'm assuming. They might not pay you the same salaries if you're working in New York. Right. Yeah. Very possibly. Because you don't have. To, yeah. No. I, I, there, there's going to be some instances where they will lower the pay. Um, somewhere they're going to need to raise it, right? Because people are paying
0: for their own own connect, internet, their own electricity. Yeah, well, you can write that off, too, now, right? Like, you I don't can, know how much you really can. You can write off a fair bit, and I know this because I was talking to my neighbor whose wife does taxes. My accountant she...
1: told me it was like $2. Uh, you can claim like $2 a day you work from home.
0: Yeah, and so depending not... on how, how long. So what's that? You work 20 days from home a but month? But like, There's stupid things you could write off, like if you bought an office chair. You could write it off. My as, accountant didn't tell me this, because what do you think I'm sitting here? Yeah, no, my, my accountant was like, yeah, if you bought an... She she literally, yeah, she's like, have you spent any money on anything for you to do your job at home? I was like, no. She's like, oh, if you did, we could have wrote those things off. Okay. Well, that's good to have known. Thank you, accountants of mine. Because then essentially it's like they argue that you're setting up like your own work from home business, even though you're employed by somewhere, your your office, you have a home office that you're now so working out
1: of. So that's then the new normal going forward. If you buy any sort of, let's say, equipment that you might use for work, keep write the it receipt. Off. Yeah, write it keep off. Keep that receipt.
0: Just write the shit off. Okay.
1: That's, so write it off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it's. You know what, though? The one thing about going back to, to normal with work, I will say it's, uh, I miss... We, every Friday, my, you know, my team, we would go and we'd get lunch on Friday together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I missed that. So I even talking to my boss, <clears throat> I'm like, you know, maybe we'll want to come in maybe once a week or once in a while so we can do like the lunch together. And he's like, he's like, eh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. The problem is, are we going to have our desk space anymore? <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think it would be very like no set. Like, cubicles will be very, like, an open Maybe just, like, workspaces. Workspaces. Rather where, than your own desk. Exactly. Um, and you it's just, that's what I see happening because, you know, you've, it's shown, like, the pandemic has shown that you can work from home and be productive. It showed that businesses well, can the operate is, on a work-from-home basis. Some
1: people are more productive from home and some are not. Yes. I'm a more productive person um, just because... I have less distractions. Like I love the people I work with. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah. But, but it's, you're in your zone. You're alone. You know, well, All you can do is focus on your your job for yeah. the most part. No, it's um exactly. So like, there's no
1: questions. There's no talking like somebody, mm-hmm. sometimes someone t- stops me from my team or another team and, you know, ask questions and then it gets a little about personal stuff. And then it's like, I'm not doing as much work as I could be because I'm being...
0: That 10-minute conversation with Sally turned into 35 minutes. Yeah,
1: I went in just one day this week and I talked to my boss and it's like, that was like a 10-minute conversation right there, 10, 15 minutes. So it's normally I just be, you know, right in front doing my work.
0: You know what? I try to do that with some of our Zoom calls Mm -hmm. internally. Like if I have one-on-ones and stuff like that, uh, I'll, I'll try to, you know definitely take a couple moments to ask how they're doing and mm. have those personal conversations yeah, because that's, that's normal work life yeah like so it doesn't feel like it's not normal that we're co-workers and like kind of doing the same kind of thing where we're talking like as if we're in the kitchen you know grabbing something to drink yeah so
1: like this new normal if we are working harder doing more work are we gonna get burnt out with this new normal or is that lack of You know, waking up extra early, getting that extra sleep because or having that extra whatever you decide to do, because for myself, it's it's a half an hour to and from work plus getting ready. Uh, So I save myself an hour and a half easily
0: every day. I save myself too. Two hours, yeah. about an hour commute and then uh, like an hour to get up and get ready, right? Uh, so that's been a luxury I've taken and I've not taken for granted mm-hmm. at all with work. And like I don't have to prep like my lunch and just go up and yep. make it, you know? Uh, I will say, you know, one of the negatives, and I, I must attest to this with working from home, is you're always around your work. Mm-hmm. So that separation between work and home is very blurred those lines have become very very blurred you remember when i said
1: that like i study until i kind of get bored of it it's come to the point where i study where i work so yep. i sit in front of the same screens i have one button that switches between my work computer and my home computer mm-hmm. and it's sometimes i think it's just like a mental block it's, i don't know why it's just i can't uh, i can't pay
0: attention anymore it's like i'm burnt out from looking at that screen yep I've, there's been days where I, like, I was so tired from just the long day of work and, you know, I'd be in my room right next to where my work my desk is my old shaped desk where my computer is and all my stuff is and I'm trying to relax, but I can't because I'm right beside my computer and all I'm thinking about is, well, fuck, I should be just doing what I need to get done because it's going to bite me in the ass, right? So it's really hard separating that, mm-hmm. stepping away from it. You can't do anything about it. It's just left for tomorrow. Where when you're at home and you're working from home and you can log in at any point, you're never away from your job.
1: Yeah, you're no, you're you're absolutely right. I'm, I, as much as I hate preparing (laughs) and getting ready, as much as I hate preparing, you know, getting up earlier, preparing everything, um, driving to work, when I'm on site, it's at least. It's a nice change of pace. But once again, I think, you know, too much of one thing is just it gets annoying, right? Yeah, Week week out. Because, like, the last year and a bit, I I took only, like, a one-week vacation. Uh, I took – I had worked a lot of the long weekends. I think I only had, like, two or three long weekends off last year. And I worked – I worked a lot of weekend shifts, and I, I, I made more money like than my salary should have been because I worked a lot more. Yeah, you went an extra. You put yeah, in time. I went an extra. I didn't take vacation. I, I literally took one week and then asked for the week between Christmas and New Year's off because there's only three days with like all the other mm-hmm. vacation days, and then it turned out everybody wanted the time off, so I worked those three days. So it's like, I once again, I just overdid it. Like, it's... It just for me it was numbness. It was like a numbness. Just kept going back to work. It just felt like the same thing day in, day out.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's any unwritten rules about, you know, getting back to normal with a new work life? Do you think there's gonna be some unwritten rules that we can put forth for any business that might be listening to us looking for advice? <laughs> some random CEO checks and in, stumbles into our podcast and is like, Huh, these guys must know what they're talking about. Let's listen. I think but in- if they
1: were I think uh, an unwritten rule would be just really pay attention uh, to not fall into like that numb repetition over and over again. Take your vacation. Take your break. Go outside for the break. Don't stay in front of your computer if you're in front of a computer all day. Go outside. Take a walk. I, I some, some of my 45-minute lunches, I would go and I would take a walk and I'd come back, right? Take like a nice 40-minute walk and come back to work and just make sure you, you know, Use your time off, yeah, and then don't agree. kill yourself don't don't overdo it on on your work, like I'm not saying don't do more than you would while you're you know at work, but realize you know you're probably doing more, you don't need to do as much you can you can tone it down a little bit. the unwritten rule is basically just slack a bit is what <laughs> no, it yeah, sounds well, like <laughs> well the thing is I think well I mean not, there are people that do slack, but if you know there are people who are actually working a lot harder if you're one of those people you know take a breath just relax a bit you're doing your job you know you don't have, just cuz you're working from home you don't feel you don't have to feel like
0: you have to overdo it cuz you're working from mm-hmm. home just do your regular work yeah i think you know with the idea of just getting back to normal with work and what work was uh i think the unwritten rule really here is get ready to adapt to a new sense of work normal life mm-hmm. because i don't think it's going to be exactly what it was and I know employees (laughs) I've heard a few stories from friends and friends and friends of friends that offices have already started to push to like go back permanently and they've they've quit to look for places that are more willing to adopt a more robust schedule with work and I think that's going to be the unwritten rule is for companies and the new life is get ready to adapt to it and be accustomed to the changes that are coming because it is you're going to save money yeah. And as long
1: you know what you'll if you have the right employee they're not going to slack off, right? Like if you have the right employees they're going to no. do their work and they're going to be happier. Absolutely. And because they care, right? Yeah. They care about
0: their job, they they're care about s- what they
1: do. They're going to save money and then if you find the slackers that's that's the best thing about work from home. I think you really weed out the people who shouldn't be there. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because they would rather not be doing their job, you can tell.
0: You can easily see it. At the end of the day, the numbers the, the The product, the production, it will always tell, right? Yeah. But, you know... Switching gears, because you did mention something when you were talking a little earlier about, you know, taking your vacation. Mm -hmm. And that's a very social thing, right? Like, I've been talking to a couple people, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm taking my vacation this week. And Mm -hmm. it's like, now that we're getting back to normal, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you can start to kind of do things with your vacation. Maybe go to the zoo. Canada, a little less,
1: but we're we're getting there. Yes.
0: Uh, Like, I have a client right now who I'm like, can we get, we got to get on a call on the 5th of July. Yeah. You available? And he's like, oh, no, I'm going on vacation, man. I'm on a plane at that point. And he's he lives in in Texas. Yeah, and I'm like, you fucking lucky son of a bitch. Like, I wish I was you, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's reasons for and against restrictions, but um, totally. But. But yeah, like I especially now it's like we're vac- we're fully vaccinated. Like the government now has guidelines saying that if you're vaccinated, you basically do what you're comfortable with.
0: And so you know, being that social is going to require. A lot of people that you can't control a lot of situations yeah. you can't control um and that's just the nature of it you know what do you see moving forward with getting back to normal with social and like i'm gonna bring something up right away um i'm a big concert goer as you can tell a big music fan i have a tattoo of music lyrics on my arm you know that is a big thing of mine mm-hmm. to be honest though if it was tomorrow and someone was like dude Journey's playing live for <laughs> some like some ridiculous band <laughs> is playing live at Casino Rama. You want to go? <laughs> I, I would go. I don't know if I feel
1: fully comfortable yet, though. You know what? I, I'm the thing is, I agree there. And once again, you gotta let people they'll, they'll make their own decisions on what they're comfortable with. That's why it's kind of why I like the, the new guideline. It's, it's like basically saying what you're comfortable with, it's not telling you you can and can't when you're vaccinated. There are some you know recommendations for unvaccinated or one-shot people um but once again it's what you're comfortable with i'm gonna just for myself i'm gonna just trust that we got the vaccine this is the end game um if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't
0: yeah so i'm i'm with you there but i'm i'm gonna be a little hesitant to some of the group like big group things yeah like you know, I said journey, but if it was Hall and Oates, then yeah, I'd probably cave. If it was Hall and Oates, I'd be like, all right, fine. But no, like you know, the idea of pa- even vaccine passports. Like, are mm-hmm. gyms gonna require a vaccine passports? And I understand with gyms and stuff like that because you know, there's a lot of breathing. It's an air. It's an airborne oh, dis- virus. Now you're the question excru- is, it- you're, you're breathing more because you're excurging energy more, so you're 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 prone to have a lot more wet droplets or moist breath yeah. like said. it's it's
1: it's kind of hard to like because i think gyms are, are very healthy things for people right so just because absolutely cause, you know what i understand some people are hesitant on the vaccine and it is you know newer to them and you know we hear a lot of different things going on there so it's easy to be fed information and we don't know what's exactly right I'm doing, you know, I just, some people don't want the vaccine. Some people do. There's going to be a point where I think as long as everyone has the opportunity to get it at that point, then let it, let it all open. Um, If you chose not to and you don't believe it or you just don't want it, you know, the risks involved and then you play it accordingly. And if you're not, if the unfortunate people is those people that can't get vaccinated because of, you know, conditions, Mm -hmm. well, Unfortunately, this is a this is a casualty of the of the of the pandemic. It's your freedom isn't going to be there. You're going to have to be freedom worried about ain't that. free man. No. So if you if you're unable to and you want to, that's that's those are the people I feel the worst for. But for someone who chooses not to get vaccinated or someone who chooses to get it, like and if you get corona after. Once again, even getting the vaccine, there's like a 95% chance of... Uh, sorry, a 5% chance that you can get corona, yeah, right? It's
0: 95% efficacy with the, the mRNA one, <laughs> mRNA vaccine. So, you know, it's um, funny, speaking of the vaccines. So I'm Moderna. I got both yeah. Moderna. Um, I'm Pfizer. <laughs> the German runs thick in you. Uh, maybe I should be concerned with the German <laughs> va- <laughs> The Germans have never done anything wrong. But... Um, Speaking of the vaccines, I uh, I'm on both Moderna, and I was I've been chatting up with someone because I'm, I'm single, and I was like, oh yeah, I just like I'm fully vaxxed now, and I was I got hit hard with side effects.
1: Yeah, you got you got hit on the yeah. second one, yeah.
0: And the person was like, I'm not getting vaccinated, no way. And I was just like, right on. <laughs> never spoke to that person well, again uh, that's the thing right I, it's almost at that point where it's
1: become pol- political to the point where it's and i agree with this and I, now i understand why as especially these last i'd say five years um there's a saying when i was a kid i never understood it because i didn't understand politics or any of that they say don't talk about religion or politics at the dinner table yeah
0: because people get too sensitive yeah, about and, those and, things.
1: and it's not just the dinner table anymore and, th- and that's why Things like Facebook make a killing is because that's like nice political platforms for everyone to to show who they really are, and it's like who cares?
0: You know what, man? I think at the end of the day, in this amount, it's taken opinion with this, <clears throat> with like politicizing shit, and you know, being careful of what you're saying and all this stuff. At the end of the day, with the vaccine, if you're anti-vax or anti-max or whatnot... Well, the the problem with that term anti-vax... Take a stand, just take a fucking stand, and just stick to it. I've taken my stand, I've drawn the line in the sand, and if you're on the same side as me, cool. If you're not, I'm not fucking wasting my time trying to teach you otherwise, preach to you, or explain why you should or shouldn't. I don't care. It's your fucking life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, once again, I I think this is... This is honestly what I think's happened. It, like this pandemic hit people hard. And, and that's why I don't take that hard stance like you is because I think there's there, a lot of this stuff is a mental health issue. I really do think this is a mental health issue. And people are are finding their ways to cope with it. If, it. if it's for them to think this is all one big scam and they think every doctor on the planet decided to conspire against, you know, against people, then good. You know, if that's what it took for you to get out of this pandemic, you know what? I, it's it's your coping mechanism. I'm not criticizing you.
0: People get scared. People look for answers for things they don't understand. Yeah, like and the
1: UFO talk. It's it's just people need something else. Life can't just be as simple as it could have been a lab fuck up. It could have been whatever. It could have just been a regular virus that got out that we never were able to contain. It doesn't matter. It's that's not that's not a good enough you yeah. know narrative we need it to be more we need it to be deeper and tied into elites that do this and i'm not saying there's no possibility of it but realistically it, it's usually the simplest answer
0: usually and look you're also speaking to someone who had his family contract the the covid variant the uk one which yeah. was contagious uh with a mom who is currently battling cancer and a sister who has immune deficiency. So I saw firsthand yeah, of course, what COVID actually is like and can do. And so that's kind of where that stance started, where it was like, look, I've, I've yeah. seen this. I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting my foot on the sand. I don't hate you if you don't want to get a vaccine, yeah. but I'm not going to waste my time with you either because you're being an idiot if you can't see beyond yourself and what you think. Yeah. Cuz sometimes that's what it comes down to. Do I think maybe that the whole vaccine and all that nonsense was or not the vaccine but the pandemic could have been from a lab? Sure, absolutely. Do I think there's a lot more to it than we know? Probably. But it is what it is and I'm not going to fucking mm-hmm. cry about it because at the end of the day what I think and what feel isn't necessarily the most important thing there are things that yeah. are bigger than me for sure that i have to ca- we'll see and put that,
1: into account that's the that's the thing about getting back to like the regular social on uh, like going back to socializing with people mm-hmm. um i just try to stay away from it and, and
0: <laughs> just stay away from people, not from, in people from
1: from the topic of it because like I, I know good people on both sides of it you know and um Ow. once again <laughs> yeah good job <laughs> yeah that hit desk, yeah yeah Um, yeah, I I understand people's feelings on both sides. I I do. And at the end of the day, I think most people are good. um, And they're doing what they think is right. So I'm going to try to cut people some slack. I'm going to try to forget the last, you know, year and a half, and especially what I've seen on social media, which has really been like the, the worst place. It's kind of I thought, like, the internet and technology was, like, the greatest thing, uh, like, the potential it could do, the good. But I don't see a lot of that good. I see so much garbage on the internet. The internet
0: is the definition of duality. Like, it is the both best and perfect place and amazing thing as well as the worst thing thing, possible. The the reason why it's so good is, is what can be used
1: from people who want to exploit it and get, you know like the ease of communication is going to be exploited by probably people with you know bad intentions but
0: see we come back to the same idea where it's like the internet is really neutral the internet is just the internet it's the people that are on the internet using it that are causing the problems it comes down to us we are the problem yeah. us people we suck and you know this is my hesitation with getting back to normal with social being social again because it's like do i really want to have to put myself back out in the public and well, face like deal with just douchey people so that's the, the great thing is because there's
1: lots of them when you're behind a screen it's a you're a different person just like when i'm in my car if you knew if people <laughs> interacted with luca in the middle of rush hour behind this car i'd have no friends none you still don't have any friends i have some <laughs> not many but some um so that's a thing right so I, and i think i think people have different levels of aggression on, especially when you lose the tone of what people are saying in like chats. Yeah, I get that. I've, you know, I've mistaken someone for saying something aggressively against me. When I look back, I'm like, maybe that wasn't an aggressive comment. And yeah, perception's reality. And people have responded back to me when I ask like a simple question, and they're like all aggressive. I'm like, I wasn't meaning it for like what you think it is. Yeah,
0: context gets lost over text and stuff like and, that. And Absolutely, that, and
1: that's the problem, right? So all these, you know, I've seen people that have been complete jackasses online, in person, and it's like you're not, we're not that, you're not that same person.
0: Yeah, you know, I try to keep true to myself with. Being who I am in all aspects, you know, I, I don't think that I'm, like, when I'm online any different than, yeah. like, on the internet and on social media that I'm any different than what I am in person. Like, I'm mm. a, I'm somewhat of a shithead. I like to, like, make sarcastic jokes. Yep. Uh, I have a very dry su- sense of humor. Um, people either get it or don't, but I don't waver... From who I am, right? I just stick to my convictions. But I I am hesitant with getting back to this new normal of social. I'll be honest, I I have, you know, the idea of just being in a group with a lot of fucking people, people that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what they're doing. And I don't know if they're getting the vaccine. That is where I start to get the little trepidations towards you know jumping full feet especially like even being single if i'm gonna ever go on a date again mm-hmm. like i'm not planning on doing that ever again but if i <laughs> did um that, that, like are they the, the pandemic
1: has killed us single people
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i i've enjoyed it it's been really relaxing and like freeing uh but there's
1: no pressure but at the end of the day it's
0: the thing but the thing miss- is it's like getting back out there yeah. whether it be dating whatever the fuck it is that you're gonna do it's kind of scary and i think it's okay like the unwritten rule i have for you know getting back to normal with social is it's okay to have trepidations towards getting back out there on a social level being with friends going to concerts sporting events you know that also could just be me i think some people could be like sitting there ready to fucking go i think there's gonna
1: be there's gonna be two people there's gonna be two extremes The one extreme is going to be that person that over commits (laughs) to like social events and does everything except for lost time. Like the guy that wouldn't go on like the, the, the children's roller coasters and now going skydiving. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have someone that's just going to go to the complete limit and then there's going to be people that are just still going to be scared. And like, I, I feel more bad for the people that are still going to be scared. Get your vaccine, your 95% efficacy rate covid when you combine like the vaccine and like hospitalizations it's like super super low like probably getting the flu was the same amount of getting hospitalization when you got vaccinated for for covid and get sick from it right
0: yeah no totally so
1: don't try i'm not saying go at your own pace but try to get back out there because life is a beautiful thing interacting with people is a great thing to do depending (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, it really is. No, no, it, it is. It, it is. This
1: this year is kind of put into context. It's like how it much is. time we've wasted. Yeah, you know, I agree. I don't want to waste this time anymore. Like the only time I'm wasting now is is just for bettering my education, bettering and my
0: skills. Spending time with me.
1: But yeah. Well, I mean the podcast, it would be nice to do this. Like no, I'm I guess I'm in front this. of the same computer which is multiple. But
0: at least you're with someone and we're conversing and we're going to be doing this more regularly. We're going to be aiming for at least once a week, once every two weeks a new episode. Once a week's
1: a, you're, you're stretching it. Matt. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's go with 1 to 2 a month and then we'll we'll try to do more. But No, I'd like to go with one every two weeks. I would like to, but yeah. And and so yeah, to a couple of months maybe we might get some more in, but yeah, that's
0: And and you know just the whole idea of getting out there. Like, I agree. it It, it is important. I know I say, or I come from an, an, a negative point of view, yeah. but it's not so much as, as a negative point of view as much as it's maybe a reality where it's like yeah it's great to be out there and go social but you're only also looking at the good side of the being social and just getting out there you're not remembering the dealing with oh, the douchebags you not remember having to wait in long fucking lines to get into the well,
1: bar we need to look at people who have like you know really nice lives and everything they made sacrifices too right so there's yeah, always there's always a down to everything but like i you know how many times I didn't want to go to clubs but my friends pushed me to and I like I dreaded certain points but the memories I have from it I'm like I am so glad I had those friends and that's what it's going to be like again you you a lot of you people are like me in my 20s when I didn't want to go to clubs I wasn't a club guy but my friends forced me and you know what it was worth it and I think people are going to find that you know just get getting out there it's going to be worth it it's we we've, we've We've learned too much how to live within ourselves now we need to get out there
0: yeah i'd I'd have to say that and so you know getting out there is going to involve getting back to this new normal and the question i really have for you is what is the new normal really going to look like you know i think the big thing for me and i'm going to state it right here right now is vaccine passports i think that's going to become the new
1: normal i think it's going to be temporary yeah, maybe. I think it'll be a year, maybe two, but probably a year of, of vaccine passports for sure. And it, and it won't be everywhere. Um, I, I think, think it'll be for traveling. I think certain countries are going to need to see
0: documentation of you being vaccinated or I, you're going to have to do the two-week quarantine and yep. the tests and all that stuff. Uh, I also think uh, concerts, you might see it at the first little bit for concerts. Because yeah, remember, well, you're for the hot, fighters, sweaty, and bothered. And you're screaming and singing. Yeah, if you're that person. There are a lot of, yep. okay, No, person. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. The, they aren't. I'm just saying, yeah, if yeah, you're that person. There are people that are singing, in the, yeah, absolutely. A, a lot of them are. Moshing, absolutely. So,
1: like, the Foo Fighters, they had their first full venue at Madison Square Garden, which required everyone to be vaccinated, two, like, two weeks after your second shot, so you can yeah. go see them. Um, and I think they're doing another concert in L.A. at the Coliseum. I'm not sure if they're going to require Dude, it.
0: Dude, just thinking about all the fucking bands that are going to be coming to tour, like bands that released albums in 2019 but couldn't fucking tour them yeah. are now having a purpose to go back and tour. Like, hey, don't forget we had this album we put out. We had all these dates set up. So these that's going to be These venues are going to be
1: mon- like Monday to Sunday Oh jammed. yeah, I can't wait.
0: Huh. I fucking can't wait.
1: But I, I do want to bring up... Like, we were almost touched on it and I had the golden rule, at least my golden unwritten rule. It's just, you know, no matter if you're out, if you see people, just let people get, you know, back to their own normal at their own pace, right? There's going to be... You know, people hesitate. Like, I was uh, I was outdoors recently with some people, and you know, I was, I'm vaccinated, and then some people go shake my hand, and somebody's like, no, please don't shake my hand, and I respect that. Right? Absolutely. That's so, all you can do. Respect yeah,
0: other people's Whatever they decide to do, choices.
1: yeah, however yeah. comfortable they feel, let them do what they want to do.
0: No, I agree. I think the golden unwritten rule is let everyone get back to normal at their own pace. Yeah. Uh, that's all we can do. Um, so, you know, with that being said, I hope – Anyone listening to this and anyone who has been listening has been able to, you know, manage, maintain, keep it together during, yep. you know, a collective tough time for all there's, people. There's and a, that's the one thing I think we can say we all collectively experience together. Well, was there's a light at the, the end COVID. of the tunnel.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's a light. And I know once I got that first shot, I started seeing it. And now I got the second. And, you know, this, I don't feel like we're out of the tunnel yet. No. Uh, we still got a ways to go. But
0: But like this right <laughs> here. Just us doing this podcast yeah. very much kind of feels like normal. Yeah. And it's been a really good time. And, you know, with that being said, we're going to have to wrap up this episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this week. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week or the week after, hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to be doing renovations here. So, so those, it's it might damper the uh, the process
1: two-week uh, two week episode, but we'll we'll try our best.
0: But we're we're definitely going to try to be back more often now that we're both vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone that's listening, you know, you can follow us on our social media. On Twitter at the UR Podcast, and on Instagram at the Unwritten Rule Podcast, or email us at tur at limitedpotential.com. LTDPotential.com. Yes. Uh, You can find the Unwritten Rule Podcast on all podcasts where you uh, find those things. You obviously know that if you're listening to us as we're saying this. Yeah. You know? And lastly, Luca?
1: Uh, Well, also we have our webpage, ltdpotential.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess remember all you pandemic survivors, rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones.
0: Till next time.